it's a late start again. Uh, after yesterday, I've decided that I need to get ahead of this. I gotta find some silver bullet. I gotta find what I can and go, because this is just getting too. <laughs> so I was skipping breakfast again. No eggs and toast available, just cans of soup, beans, a bag of rice, all stashed in a low cabinet while the owner was cleaning out. Not the height of cuisine, I mean. And I have enough for the week, but I, I don't have to like choking it down. My point is, it made me wish that Ruthie's Diner was open, which got me thinking that everyone would want that, which made me think that everyone would go when it was open, which means Ruthie would know everyone. So I checked the dusty town directory and uh, we're calling. Ugh, God, this coffee sucks. Hello, my name is Sebastian Riz, this is a recording, I'm talking to a machine. It we've got a full house to feed, okay. and we're unable to answer the phone. Go ahead and leave a message. We'll be happy to give you a call back when we can. Hello, uh, my name is Sebastian Reyes, and I'm trying to learn more about a missing child from your town, Angel Perez. Um, just feel free to call me back at your earliest, well, when you reopen, I guess. Whenever that is. Uh, I'm staying here in town. It says here on the phone that the number is 555-2365. I think that's a three. Okay, thanks. And that is exactly what happens when I make plans before having this awful coffee. Of course the place is empty. And of course, I'll never hear back. Okay. Before I resort to calling Senora Perez again, I want to finally follow something up. The initial report said he was last seen in the desert. I just want to see exactly what that is. See what Angel saw. It's already a late start. Let's get to it. It's been about a mile of sparsely populated neighborhood, you could call it, generously. It's not a sprinkler running or anything. Anyone working on their cars? Nothing. I keep trying to imagine this place alive. School dances, barbecues. It seems impossible. The whole thing is like an abandoned movie set. Sometimes I think I see faces in the windows, but then... I'm not sure. On the plus side, the sun is out to kill me. Beats down like a bastard. They say desert heat is different. Don't worry about it. It's dry heat. It's different. Hot is just hot. Well, it makes complete sense that an entirely different environment could create such different people. Growing up with your eyes furrowed all day, your body dripping with sweat all the time, just little human things like that just add up to a completely different kind of person with a unique relationship to the desert. Uh. Wait. Wait, this should be the road I came in on, but it's it's gone. I mean, once it leaves the town limit, it's 
This can't be the street. I, I... Okay, relax. Focus. Just say what you are seeing. The street. The only road I drove in on, the blacktop, just slides into the desert ground. It's like... It just softly falls beneath the desert floor, which doesn't make any fucking sense because I'm looking out and this isn't some kind of sand drifter coverage. It's all I see is desert. It's like it's like the road never existed. What what is happening? That's oh, I have to get back. I have to. I have to. This is this is the I feel stupid. I just panicked. Like a city slicker would, right? Now that I'm out of the sun, I have some uh, wits about me. I'm thinking, and sand gets blown everywhere and always out here. It must have just covered the street. And I couldn't see that far into the desert, but I couldn't see much of anything. It was so bright. And, and I haven't slept in... So I feel stupid. It does make me think, though, that I can see how the right conditions can be disorienting. You know, easy to get turned around. It's easy to lose your way. I've been vacillating between wondering if Anho was taken or left, but I wonder now if life is crueler than both of those choices, and sometimes people are just... They just... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, let me... Uh, I, I need to set up the... Oh, ah, shit. <sighs> um... Oh, okay, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Hello? 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 Who is this? I am Sebastian Reyes. Who's this? You left a message. Yes, I did. Uh, Ruthie? No. No, I'm Christina. Christina? Okay. Hi. I I'm, I'm grateful you called back. I, I called for Ruthie to... Um... You said you were here? Why are you here? Forgive me for being a little... um. Excited. I was just so grateful you called. I'm new to town, and I'm producing a story about Angel Perez. He's gone missing, and I was hoping to learn more about him and your town. Do you... <clears throat> do you know Ruthie? Ruthie owns the diner. I run it mostly. Oh, okay. I heard the phone ring downstairs. Scared me to death. <laughs> Sorry for that. And you left a message. Been a while since I've heard a voice on that machine. So you're at work right now? I live upstairs. Well, that's a nice short commute for you, huh? Do you know Angel? Yeah, of course I do. I know everyone, just about. I was hoping so. Angelito, my little helper. Your little helper? That's cute. He hated when I call him that. Still. Liked it when he was a kid. Then one day, he just grew up. Well, it happens to us all, right? It's a shame. He was such a sweet boy. What is it that makes a sweet little boy decide that he wants to grow up? Why do boys have to lose so much kindness to become a man? For what? Um, uh, how do you mean? I don't know. 
It just happened so fast. This change? Just became less happy to play, I guess. Hmm. I think his father knocked it out of him, honestly. Who is... I'd love to be in touch with him. I've only spoken with his mother, and she didn't even... You've spoken to Florentina. I have, yes, and she didn't mention the father. I only heard about... They're estranged. Haven't shared a home in years. Rumors say it was because he was violent, but honestly, I've never seen anything to prove that. You just hear plenty when people talk over lunch. But Flora and her husband... I've only ever known them like they are now. Really. But they were... My mother would tell me, if you don't find that kind of love, then... You might as well just keep to yourself. Huh, really? Yeah. Apparently, when Florentina was younger, she was set to be married to some man from church. She was of an age in a more traditional family. They wanted her out of the house, really. Sounds romantic. (laughs) (laughs) She tried to make the best of it, I guess. Trust her family's advice, but eventually couldn't ignore how trapped she felt. So, she left. She left? Well, that makes sense. I mean, this town strikes me as... I imagine a lot of people take their chance to find something better. I don't mean that in... I just mean the world is wider than here. Right, I'm sorry. That all just came out wrong. It's okay. It's not wrong. At all. But here, most people stay. And some people started with a small job in town, expecting tomorrow would shine on a way out, but... Uh, Christina? Now this part. Everyone has their own version. I think people here tend to nudge the facts until they fit their own truth. Make the story a touch closer to their own. To the point where now, I'll tell you what I can, but I can't say what the truth is anymore. Time only knows. And Doña Flore. Well, even so, I'm grateful. And thanks for being so... forthcoming. (laughs) Sure. I feel like it's been forever since I've spoken to another soul. Lucky me. So, what happened? Flora had a falling out with her mother. And after being told that her life would bend to God's will, she left the house and ran. Right into the desert. Well, that doesn't seem... I I imagine that's no easy feat. No. (laughs) But she was young and angry and desperate. To go where? On foot, with nothing that... There's nowhere for her to go. Oh, no, she wasn't going anywhere. She went to die. And 13 days later, she rode back into town with a strange man, told her family that she was pregnant and that they were getting married on that day. Wow, that's a lot. (laughs) And your mom holds that marriage in high regard? Well, she was a romantic. Thought love should make you courageous. And a love that gives you the courage to leave your whole life and build a whole new one? (laughs) Have you ever felt that? Me? Well, I... (laughs) Um... Who knows? (laughs) You would. So, this new man, her husband, that's... that's... Uh, Tlaloc. Tlaloc, huh, traditional. 
Oh, yes. And I guess for years, he was a good man. I never really knew that man. I knew the man who refused to go home, would bake under the sun for weeks. If he ever saw Angel in the diner, he'd almost break the window to get to him. You see, Tlaloc came from out of the desert, but the desert came with him. When he arrived, everything else changed. How? He showed us the world and what it costs. What? How do you mean? I mean his son. That's right. So she claimed to be pregnant with Anhil? Anhil? No. No. That would be his older brother. Older by six years or so. She's not mm, as proud of Rafa. Um, why? Parents say they don't choose between children. But children choose. And Rafa chose his father. Idolized the man into his own manhood. It's strange to see that happen. Unnatural. When adoration doesn't mature into respect. It's a shame. Idolizing someone like that can cripple a good heart. Make it difficult to tear away and... Run away with you? Christina, were you... Were you in love with Rafa? You shouldn't be here. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Look, I I'm trying to help. And, and I get I'm a stranger from out of town, but I promise I'm here to do the right thing and help find Anhil. So. You can't help. He's cursed worse than the rest of us, so go. There will come a time when the road that brought you here won't be there anymore. What did you say? There's the world as it is. And the more life you find at the edges, the wider the world must become to contain it. And out here, Balomas, it's the edge of the world. Why would you say that? <gasps> what the fuck? I think there's someone upstairs. I didn't think anyone else was- There's no one. You should leave. Now. What? No, no, no. I just I just need to see what that was. Could you just- No. I, I may have to call you back. Can I call you back? No, just leave. I can't, okay? Because, Christina, I need to find on him. Your little helper, that little boy. I'm trying to find him, and, and, and I need your help to do it. He's alive. I know it. And I'm willing to talk to anyone, go anywhere, do anything. But no one in this entire town will help. They just stare into the void, do nothing. This place might as well be abandoned. It isn't. Sebastian, we're all here. What? Hello? Fuck, hello? Damn it, switching over to the mobile setup. Hello? I'm coming upstairs. I thought I was here alone, and if you live here, that's, that's, that's fine. Fuck, if you don't, I, I don't care. This is weird. At the top of the stairs is a single door, that's all. Hey, I'm coming in. Shit. It's locked. Would you open it? Please? 
I just want to talk. Fuck it. I'm so tired of no one in this goddamn town being willing to fucking answer me! Hey fam, you're listening to The Fifth World, written by Gabriel Ruiz and co-directed with Lorena Diaz. This episode features ensemble members Gabriel Ruiz as Sebastián, Cheryl Lynn Bruce as Ruthie, and Isette Muñoz as Cristina. Editing by Giselle Castro. Additional engineering and sound design by Mikhail Fixel. Funding provided by Venturous Theater Fund and Chicago Latino Theater Alliance. Teatro Vista is going multimedia to bring the four walls of the theater to you. Forward, together. This is a Teatro Vista joint.